welcome to Side Talks. It's a podcast. It is a podcast. Talk about movies. We're here to talk about movies. We get really serious. Obviously, this is extremely serious. It's all we do. That's we stay serious. The only focused. thing that we do. Talk about movies in a serious manner. Is there any other way? Uh, talk about movies in a frivolous manner, but not Why this would podcast. We, we would never do that. No, no, no. We would no. never, 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 never do that. You want uh, frivolity? You find another fucking podcast. Because this one, very serious. Go listen to something on iHeartRadio. Go I, listen to Alan Hunter and his podcast. If you want frivolity. Is he very frivolous? Have you met Alan? I mean, once or twice. I've never listened to his podcast. Neither have I. Anyway. Alan, sorry if you're listening. I don't know. You're not. We're good. But Let's, we're very serious. Is the we point. are. That's the whole point. Yeah. The whole point is that and, we're serious and, so, and you're not, dude. And so let us seriously now uh, talk about cinema. Let's do it. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. It is that time. It's time for a five-minute fizzite. Oh, time for a five-minute fight. Brad, uh, will you start the timer, please? Crack my knuckles here and get ready to argue about uh, a really great uh, movie from one of our greatest uh, American filmmakers. Mm. I-, I think that mm-hmm. that's safe mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about Paul Thomas Anderson and his 2014 film, uh, Inherent Vice, based on the novel by Thomas Pynchon. We're talking about this at least in part because... Anderson's new film, Licorice Pizza, is coming out. Um, Primed for the Academy Awards. Well, it's it's already released in New York and L.A. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be playing in wide release everywhere around Christmas, including at the Sidewalk Cinema. Hold your horses, buddy. Oh, um, no. But it's very likely, yes. Okay. Well, some, likely some stuff to. we'll talk about here in a minute. But it's very likely. And I, look, I'm... Paul Thomas Anderson is a master. See what I did there? Yes. And I feel like I've been on the wrong side of this a couple times. I feel like you have to. <laughs> I, I tend. I, I the thing about Paul Thomas Anderson is when his his work is undisputably incredible when it is incredible. And so I'm I'm disappointed in the last couple of things, and I'm disappointed in Inherent Vice too. And I do think that if this had been another filmmaker, that I might have I, I might be on might not be having this argument. My expectations of him were very high. Yeah. And this did not fulfill that. And I have a confession. I haven't even seen the whole thing. Wow. What? Uh, I, yeah, I told Sam, I, I can't make it through the first 30 minutes. I'm, I get really bored. And, oh. and, I, and I didn't, I knew we were fighting about today and I didn't have a chance to go watch the whole thing, but I really also am not motivated to. Ah. And so I, I acknowledge that I'm coming from a perspective then that's not exactly fair, but, but I, I don't care. I'm going to argue the first 30 minutes. You know, it, this is the thing. I went to film school in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I've seen plenty and plenty of drug narratives. I, it's you've got to really hit it out of the park for me because I'm exhausted with them. And I've seen Drugstore Cowboy. I've seen Drugstore Cowboy, and I'm good with that. I don't need this. I don't need this. And I also don't need somebody to read me a letter for two hours, which is what this feels like. And no. now, granted, I haven't even seen two hours of it, but I did. The th- first thirty minutes feels like somebody reading me a letter for two hours, and, and a tone and an approach with the performance is a very irritating. Uh, okay, counterpoint. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I kind oh. of am all about sort of a, a weed-hazed noir sort of thing, like uh, Robert Altman's The Long Goodbye. Um, or, We're not you talking know. about that film right now. Well, but that's, that's, a, that's a pretty close comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people reach for, you know, Lebowski, but uh, 
Inherent Vice is a little bit more melancholy, a little bit well, more serious-minded so, so than the wacky... It's so much darker. You uh, can't P.T. Anderson, a Coen Brothers film. It's too damn dark. And you know what this reminds me of, too? Uh-huh. This is like... And Brad, trigger warning. This is like when Pearl Jam got up in Neil Young shit, and mm. it just drove them down the stony end to me. Mm. Like what? Like can? Or what's happening here? You just basically you climbed up, you know. <laughs> and it's funny because there's some Neil Young on the soundtrack, but you cl- you climbed there's up Neil, Neil Young's Young asshole, soundtrack. and you just now are existing in his bowels. <sighs> and this is what's happened with P.T. Anderson and Joaquin Phoenix. He's obsessed with Joaquin Phoenix, and it's not doing him any good. Uh, it's annoying. Except- These two people get together, and they're more annoying than they are on their own. Okay, I can't. We don't have time to get into that. Although I will say that I think mm. Joaquin has given two of his best performances in the Paul Thomas Anderson movies, certainly in The Master, which I would say is probably Joaquin's absolute best performance ever, and Inherent Vice, one of them. There's just so much comic verve and so many you know unusual dimensions to Inherent Vice, some of which comes from Thomas Pynchon's you know, wildly askew novel. Um, one of many wildly askew novels, pensions written, and also the the sort of cinematic mastery that that Anderson brings to it. Um, this thing has an amazing cast. You always um, do that. I know I always do it, but it's of true. Of course it does. It's Paul Thomas Anderson. It, it's going to have an amazing he cast. He uses that amazing cast perfectly. Josh Brolin in this thing is hilarious as this fascist cop. It's not as good as it thinks like it is. Who is like buddied up with, with and, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's stoned private eye and just you know beats the hell out of him every once in a while. Um, the mystery is not really that important here but the mystery once the the wheels of the plot start turning is involved enough to draw you in and if it doesn't make sense well so fucking what it doesn't make sense it's you know all about vibes and pot smoke and owen wilson being a weirdo and martin short showing up for a scene or two to just be Eh. the strangest fucking thing you've ever seen in your life and benicio del toro being a weirdo oh but what's wrong with stunt casting casting. you say stunt casting i say if you want to bring casting people who know their role know their lane and play to it perfectly Where's Taylor Swift? Why would we put fucking Taylor Swift Why in not? If bites? you can stunt cast and you can just be pulling, you know, your dream cast out of anywhere just to make them like fumble around and be like, look, they were in here for five minutes. I think Reba would have been great in Inherent There's Vice, also, I by do the way. I might like this film if, if it had more Reba. You might like this film if you fucking finished it. How about that? How about <laughs> maybe. that? Maybe. I doubt it. Argument, I doubt it. Argument I felt invalid. I f- uh, maybe. I felt I felt annoyed in the first 30 minutes. And by the way, there, the lighting in some of it's good, but the lighting in some of it reminds me of my senior project in film school. Uh, it's a very freshman film school project. Thank you so Sam, much. Sam, shut up. <laughs> How about that, Sam? It's, How about that? I shut up. Floor, Corey. I wasn't angry before, but now I'm angry. Like, okay, this well, just pushed gonna, me over the edge. You're going to be angrier because, um, just like Rachel, I too have started this movie on two separate occasions, fully intending to watch it and sit down and watch it and actually watch it in full. And they last, like, less than 30 minutes. God damn it. Um I agree with Rachel. It's reading you a letter for two hours, or supposedly two hours. Um, it's like an, it's an adaptation of a novel, and you can tell, which isn't really good. Um, what? It's kind of it's the sad Lebowski, maybe. Um, the narrator is Joanna Newsom, so it gets a lot of points for that. But um, yeah, it's just also a, a lot of points removed for that because it's too <laughs> much. It's too, it's like when they put Michelle Williams in that in that whatever that video was. That, 
Anyway, it it's too obvious. It shouldn't be Taylor Swift, though. One, um, one disagreement there. Um, but So maybe one day I'll find that sort of one specific wavelength that it's on at that one specific perfect time that I want to watch the movie. Uh, but for now, Rachel wins by a lot of points. <laughs> Somebody do a Corey wellness loses. check on right. Corey. All right. Corey's, not, all right. okay. Corey's all right. not okay. I put up with a lot of shit on this podcast. <laughs> I think we all know that. But you two are fucked. I just want that on the record. Okay? You're both fucked. <laughs> uh, not as fucked as people in Paul Thomas Anderson films. Like, I really want this on the record that I am calm and cool. <laughs> Do y'all, are y'all seeing me right now? Like, I've never been so cool in my life. And Corey's over here in cardiac arrest. I'm, I'm He's yeah, stroking I'm out. really over having a, a Paul, tough time with this. Over a PT Anderson. P- Guess what? Paul Thomas Anderson is fine. He's doing just fine. I know he's doing fine, but, you know. This film, of all films, Finish the movie. This is a really good movie. Of all films, this is the one you're going to get up in arms about? We keep trying, and it's boring, Corey. It's boring. Uh. It's boring. Do you want to read me a letter for two hours? Because I'm not going to sit here for that either. Boring. I don't know what to do yeah. for you. Anyway, I'm on the record. I'm cool, calm, collected. Corey is not. Get you some fucking s- sparklers so you can have I don't know some some shiny something shiny and bright and you know that'll capture your your attention if yeah. your advice doesn't. I I just oh you're as mad as a Swifty about a scarf. Yeah, that's good. I like that. All right. Oh, guess what, Corey? What? Show me that smile. Show me that smile. No ways to know. Got that earmarked for me, Brad, right? A little backup track. Oh my goodness. No, 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 no. Well, look what I've got. Okay. That looks roughly VHS tape sized. It is. It is. It's no surprise here. It's wrapped in some Justin Bieber wrapping paper. That's pretty special. So that, okay. So without looking at this, please, please okay. look away. Right. Please, please divert your eyes. My, you might see my eyes have been averted. I've unwrapped out of the Justin Bieber wrapping paper a VHS tape. Okay. To which I'm going to read the, uh, of which I'm going to read the back. And I want you to guess who is what this film is. Okay. I'm going to bleep the names. Meep. Like the, the actors, right? Gotcha. Meep. Is a writer for Rolling Stone. Do you know what it is? Probably already, right? No. Meep. A beautiful aerobics instructor. A beautiful. Oh, yeah. This is um this is the Travolta, Jamie Lee Curtis thing, right? You got it. What's Very it called? Quickly. Uh, health? No. Keep, keep, keep hanging perfect. there. Because it is perfect. It is perfect. When he investigates health clubs as the uh, singles bar of the 80s, which can we just highlight that real quick? When he investigates health clubs as the single bars of the 80s, who knew? Sparks fly and a sizzling, let me say that again, and a sizzling romance heats up. And so, of course, you you, you know what the first two beeps were. Um, but then we get, let's see, uh the apparently Rolling Stone contrib- did you realize this that Rolling Stone was uh, participated in this? I think I did realize that. Yeah, Rolling Stone publisher Jan uh, Weiner, are also featured in per- is also featured in Perfect. Uh, director James Bridges, and we know who. What else? Urban James- Cowboy. That's right? right. And the China Syndrome goes behind the scenes at a high powered magazine where nothing stands in the way of a story, even someone's life. He explores a world where love is a dance played to a publishing beat. That is a very flattering. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I need my glasses. <laughs> he explores a world where love is a dance played to a pulsing beat. Pulsing beat. And the attainment of physical beauty is everything. Yeah. A hit-filled music score by Jermaine Jackson yep. and other top artists and dynamic aerobic sequences are also among the film's many pleasures. Dynamic 
aerobic sequences. Yes. That's a very flattering description of perfect. Yeah. Like as a hard hitting expose of the the self care sort of aerobics workout industry and Rolling Stones mag Rolling Stones magazine at the same time. It's also it's it's also suggesting that we get some kind of behind the scenes peek at Rolling Stone and I don't remember any kind of peek at anything really. I mean it's it's just the same old shit you see in any other movie where the editor is like, I need that story banging right. on the desk and, and Travolta's like, Oh geez, I'll get you the story. <laughs> I do remember one peek that you get, which is just John Travolta thrusting uh-huh. for a prolonged period of time at Jamie Lee Curtis while she thrusts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of sweat. There's a lot of sweat going on and some very, very tiny shorts. To be perfectly honest, mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised that you didn't already own this movie. Oh, I did. I pulled this from my shelf. <laughs> I did. I pulled this from my shelf today. I did. Yeah. I've, I've had it for a while. And as a matter of fact, I feel like this is going to make an appearance at some point in one of our one of the things we do at the cinema. I'll just I, leave it at that. I think, it, I, like I think it should. It secret. I think it should. It's a good one. It I think is it's a, a good fun one. watch. It is. And I mean, if, if I mean, I think people are going to lose their minds during that thrusting scene. Even yep. if you've seen it before, it is It is really, it's, it's unbelievable that scene got shot. It's a jaw dropper. <laughs> it really, really is. Well, if it shows at the cinema for one of those things that we do there, I hope that you use that pristine vhs tape somehow yeah, i know just and hook and that right up hook a vcr right up to the projector and just look at it in all its vhs glory yeah i mean there's no other way to watch that movie well that's our that's my show and tell me that smile again Well, thank you for listening to this very serious edition of Side Talks Podcast, where your own personal cinematic Reba and Tanya. Okay, yeah. Or Tanya. Tanya. I should really say Tanya. Tanya Tucker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we mentioned Reba earlier, so. That's true. A uh, little Reba McIntyre, a little Tanya Tucker. I think I would like to be... Ooh, Francie, don't let me down. Yeah, well, we all would like to be Reba uh-huh. McIntyre. So that, that poor white trash line never... I, I cannot listen to Fancy and not laugh at the poor white trash line. Like it just ever it hits every time. It's a joke that will never never not be fun. Anyway, thanks so much to Revelator Coffee, Coffee, Coffee who sponsor us and Boutwell Studios. I said studios right at least. I got one thing right today. That's well, hey, that's better than I've been doing. Uh, um, I even lost the goddamn inherent vice argument. So oh, like, that's how should. my day's going. As you should. Nature is healing. Oh Lord. Um, sidewalkfest.com or on social media at Sidewalk Film on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Check out uh, those places for cinema show times. Lots of good stuff coming up at the cinema this December. Um, anything that we can talk about now? Anything that we can well, tease? One Be- thing- Benedetta, right? Yeah, Benedetta and a Paul Verhoeven, a micro uh, little series at the cinema, micro, micro retrospective. Robocop, Basic Instinct, and, and Showgirls. Showgirls, oh boy. Um, one more thing I can mention on the cover of the VHS tape for Perfect, it says health clubs, more sex than sweat, question oh, mark? Jesus Christ. So we'll talk about that too. Well, I mean, that sounds like a good Paul Verhoeven huh. movie to be it honest. It really does. I mean, if you know what? I would love to see a Paul Verhoeven remake of Perfect. I, I would too. That would be kind of perfect. I would too. Anyway, we'll see you at the cinema. All right, bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.